0: Savage Mind Podcast, I hope wherever you're at in the United States, in the world, if you're anywhere in Texas or the Southwest, I hope you are trying to fucking stay cool. This heat is no fucking joke, so let me say this before I get started. I still love summer the best. Summertime vibes, I live for summer, I'm all about it. This is a little abnormal heat. Uh, fuck, I think we're at the third day in this part of Texas at between 107 and 109 degrees without the heat index. Do y'all fucking hear that? It's not very often that I have to fucking take time out from the heat. I thrive in the heat. I do better in the heat. But I, I often don't know my limits. And lately, I've had to Okay, I'm done for the day. Okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not even going to fucking go do that today. And that's rare I ever say that. I don't let any heat stop me. If I got something to do, <clears throat> it's a commitment or a priority or obligation or work that needs to be done, I go do it. Maybe I don't finish. Maybe I cut it short. Maybe I split it up, but I still get it done. And you know? Like today, for instance. I got off of work. I know there's things I had to do. <clears throat> and I decided that see I'll almost rather push myself in the heat and be able to take a shower, chill out, get a cold beer, get something to drink, rehydrate, and chill the rest of the evening. I'd rather push myself. Today, I actually said I'm gonna wait till the sun goes down. If the sun goes down, it's still gonna be in the 90s, but it's a hundred fucking nine degrees. There's no shade. I'm waiting to date. That's not what I'm doing. It needs to be done, but it can wait a, a day or two. So cold beer number two. I got it super cold. It tastes good. I'm going to have a few more. And I want to jump on this podcast, man. I miss y'all's ass. Y'all hear me? Uh, man, so many so many things to talk about. So much going on in the world. So much going on in our lives that it's so easy to get distracted and in a way i feel like we're all distracted but for some of us that live in this world of discipline live in a world of sacrifice i think we're able to shake it off a lot quicker no i know we are the 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 things that i see not just young people even people my age are distracted by they're most it's mostly it doesn't even affect us uh Something that might sideline or distract someone for hours or days might be a few minutes for us. Maybe an hour. might be 30 minutes. Because our focus and our purpose keeps us fucking going. We we understand what it is and we understand because we live in this and because we stay in it. Because it's not a phase for us. Because it's not something that we just kind of like. We stay fucking grinded. That's what we do. And for those of you that don't do that, you don't understand it. That's why you feel like you're bored. That's why you feel like that you need people to entertain you. That's why you seek entertainment instead of self-education, instead of discipline. That's why you look for motivation instead of fucking holding yourself accountable and fucking living through discipline and sacrifice. That's not what y'all want, and that's not what y'all want to hear. But until you can understand that, until it's not a phase, it's not just a a spur of the moment, you're not just motivated for a little while, whatever it is, whether that's your relationship, your job, trying to eat better, trying to get healthier, trying to work out, whether it's one of those things or all of those things, until it's a consistent part of your life, just like fucking brushing your teeth, just like fucking getting up every morning, whatever it is, Going to a job that requires you to be there so you can pay your bills. If it's not as important as that, then it's not that important to you. It's not. That seems insane to some of y'all. But for those of us who live like this, they fuck. we fucking get it. And we don't even have to explain it. Because it's an extension of who we are. This podcast today... I know y'all hear me say this, but this is going to get real deep and this is going to have to be multiple categories because this particular subject has fucking bothered me, pissed me off, frustrated me, aggravated me my whole fucking life. And as you're going to hear today, I didn't understand what it took When I was younger to keep that at a fucking distance. And keep that under control. (coughs) I've known it for a long time. But I learned to harness. And fucking focus on those skills now. There was a time I thought it was too late. People would tell you it's too late. You're too old. Which is often how they feel about themselves. There are things that. The time has expired in life. I get it. Me going to the military at this point is not going to happen. Being a professional MMA fighter at this age, not going to happen considering I've never done it. Going to walk on to a football team at this age, not going to happen. Being a professional BMXer, not going to happen. You know, but there's so many other things that when we understand our purpose, then we don't need a reason to fucking wake up in the morning, to set the alarm clock. That's our fucking reason. And the only reason I understand these things, because I look at the things I was passionate about and the things I thought I was reasonably good at, the things if I would have focused on at that age or I would have had a different. Starting point, launching pad. Some my fault, some not my fault. But maybe I didn't understand it at the time. We don't know often what we're stepping into and trapping ourselves into. Until it's often too late. But the thing is getting out of those traps. I often didn't understand the difference in people's starting point in life. And how fucking crucial it is. <clears throat> now that I'm at the age I'm at, and I have adult children, I have teenage, we raise teenage children together as well. <clears throat> I have grandchildren. I look at my life. I look at how I raised my children, helped raise my children, how different their lives turned out because of choices. And I look at the different set of skills and tools I have right now. Yes, because I do. Compared to my older children. Compared to how I was raised. And I could fucking really go down the rabbit hole on this. So I want to talk about this. The cards of life. The hand we are dealt in life. And today, we're going to start where we need to the starting point, the launching pad. And do we start out in life in a deficit or do we start out with positives, with advantages, with that push, with that kick, with that thrust, with that skip of steps? And if y'all don't know what that means, you will find out what it means if you talk to me. Listen to this or talk to me in person, wonder Boat. <clears throat> People with privileges, advantages, abundance of resources, a reasonable or abundance of support, whether that be family, community, school, friends, one or all of those things. Most of them, their privileges their advantages, everything that they have got to start out with in this world is invisible to them. Those that have those kind of privileges, it's often invisible. They don't even realize they have them. But they're invisible to everyone who does not have them. Do y'all hear that? People with privileges rarely understand that they have them, much less acknowledge them. In this life, we start out Either in positive, a plus, with gains, a surplus, steps ahead, which turn into years ahead if you don't fuck it up. Or you start out in a negative deficit, behind, in the fucking hole, behind the eight ball, minus steps, which turn into years behind. In all fairness, both the privilege and the disadvantage most likely don't know either of their positions till later in life because usually they only understand what they're surrounded with and what encompasses their life as for me in my own experience I had no fucking idea what kind of negative deficit I was in right from the start right from jump street at childhood I didn't get that I didn't understand it then And that might have been because you just get used to what you're used to. Everyone's normal is different. Everyone's what they call normal family a normal life is different for everybody. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It's like happiness and success is by each person's own definition. That's the way it fucking should be. Until you get out into the world. Until you really start understanding things. But most people just settle that's what their life is. That it's not going to get better than that. This is as good as it gets. I got fucked from the beginning. And maybe I thought that at one time I didn't understand it. Even probably through my 20s and maybe early 30s I didn't understand it. Although I fully understood what those privileges, advantages, and abundance of resources were. Whether it be financially, whether it be family support, whether it be community support. And usually if you have those things, they're all bundled in together. But I'm very, very clear about this now. So, do we understand what the deficits of life are? And if you don't understand this and you don't want to listen to me, I encourage you to go listen to some professionals on this. So, if you start out with two parents... And again, everyone's household is different. There's so many different directions to go with it. You start out with two parents and two grandparents. Both care about you. Both love you. Regardless, as long as the relationship isn't super fucked up. Because there's a lot of parents that may have ended their marriage. Or maybe still together that are reasonably unhappy. But the, the goal may have been the children. If you're unhappy, you still need to part ways. That's for another podcast. If you start out with two parents that love and have a reasonable support and they're involved in your life, you that's not what I consider a privilege, but that is an advantage. If both of them work, both of them contribute, both of them are involved in your life, then you're in the the positive stage. Negatives positives. If you start out With no grandparents, minus one grandparent, maybe you don't have any other grandparents. I mean, you have one grandparent or zero. You're already in a deficit in life. If you start out with one absent parent, whether they're not involved in your life, they're a piece of shit, man or woman, they're in and out of your life, they're incarcerated, or they're dead, you're in a deficit in life. If you start adding both of those things together, that's compounded. You're already behind and you don't even know it. If you start out two parents that are poverty, you're in a deficit in life. If you start out with a parent, one or both, that's a drug addict, you're in a deficit in life. If you have a single parent that loves you and cares about you, and is at least a decent role model, you can scratch one of those off the list, one of those marks, and you gained one, but you're still in the negative. But that single parent is in poverty, according to what the median income is in society standards. That just wiped that out. If your neighborhood has a lot of crime and a lot of drugs, you're in a deficit in life. If you got abused, that probably is about a handful of negatives in your life. And even more so if you got physically abused or molested. That's just, that fucks people up for life. I wish there was a way to explain that it shouldn't, but we we don't, some of us just don't understand that. If you got gaven up at a young age, you're in a deficit in life. If one of your parents or both of your parents were teenagers, you're in a deficit in life. If you have both parents, like I said, and you have at least one set of grandparents. You're in a positive. If both of your parents at least. Whether it's blue collar standard or white collar standard. Business owners. Whatever it is. They earn a substantial. At least. Over average income. And they're able to provide a better life financially for you. You're in a positive in life. If they're involved in your life. And they're supportive you're in a positive. If they encourage your growth, you're in a positive. If neither one of them are addicts or alcoholics, you're in a positive in life. If you have one or both of your parents or someone in your life is playing that role, teach you stuff, you're in a positive in life. Do y'all get where I'm going with this? What I didn't understand when I was younger was people who start out in deficits, behind the eight ball, behind the curve. If there's anything that comes along that adds to that, whether it be drug use, whether it be getting in trouble with the law, whether it be getting... Now, let's go the opposite of the spectrum. That's worst-case scenario. But let's just take you come from a disadvantaged household. you got a single parent. Don't earn, earn above the poverty level. You've got a, a parent that's either incarcerated, dead, or not involved in your life. You have no grandparents. You have no siblings. You're already in the hole. What we don't understand at that age... If we don't have the tools, is we can't afford no fuck ups. That was my life. You can't afford to fuck off. And again, there's going to be, I'm going to do other podcasts on this because I got to go real deep on this. If your parents earn a decent living and you, they don't have to struggle, whether you're a kid or you're a preteen or a teenager, then you're an advantage. If you have a car, at least one car in your household, you're in an advantage. That seems crazy in today's society, especially for the last 25 or 30 years, where regardless if your parents or you, or you yourself have been working class people or in, in the more of the top earners in society, one car is still an advantage in this life. There's people without any. That's the reason we have a bus system. Some people take the bus by choice. Some t- people take the b- train by choice. But the, some people have to. They don't have a choice. If you're not in government housing, you're in a positive in life. If you are not living in a housing projects, if you are not receiving government assistance, you are in a positive in life. Now, I necessarily wouldn't call those privileges. I would just call them you're not in the hole, and that's not a negative deficit. When you start talking about privileges and advantages, you start talking about that sets, that can set people up, your children or yourself, if that was you, your grandchildren, in a totally different situation. That's what I call skipping steps. That's what I call shaving off years. But if you are used to that and you grew up in that environment, you don't even realize that's normal to you. So with the mindset of people in a deficit that come from those homes, again, a broken home is not necessarily two parents not living in the same house. Divorced parents, that has nothing to do with it. That's a mindset from our generation older that needs to go away because sometimes the broken home is the parents staying together. If you're going to be involved in your children's life and you're going to be the best positive role model that you can be, in any way, without compromising, discipline, without letting them off the hook, without enabling them, and not worrying about if you're the fucking good guy, and not worrying about if you're... and and stop trying not to be the bad guy. Someone has to be the bad guy. Then, if you're going to take care of your children, you're going to be involved in their life, man or woman, you don't have to be with the mother or the father. That would be ideal. But not at the cost of making everyone miserable around you we often see people who are successful and we think they automatically did something right that they made every right choice in life and there are small percentage of cases and people that that is true we all grow up in wherever neighborhood or community or town or city we grew up in, we all know those families. Whether their kids had were rich fucking assholes, and they did some of the same shit that all of us did, but didn't have to suffer the repercussions or they kept getting get out of jail free cards, not being specific about that, you know what I mean. They got to skip steps. Skipping steps you got your first car paid for skipping steps you got your first house free mortgage huge huge in life for most median income working-class people for most people in general that is the longest you will ever pay on some unless you are getting student loan debt which can never be dissolved and will never go away and if you pay you have to pay for it they, my understanding, I know people on social security still paying student loan debt back. So that brings me to the next thing. You got a free education. You didn't get an academic or athletic scholarship. You're, this is what I see a lot of people. They'll say that they paid for it themselves. And they're, again, small percentage of people did. But I know people in this community right here, that have bald face lied. they I know better than that. I know people in their family it's total bullshit to say they paid their way through school or their kids paying their way through school and they fucking spent every dollar whether their kid finished or not they wasn't going to let their kids get in that debt in life because that student loan debt is why a lot of this other generations can't get a fucking mortgage because they're already fucking paying a mortgage we'll talk about that in another podcast that's a fucking one of the biggest traps there is skipping steps you got your free first car. Doesn't mean you don't appreciate it. The more you do for people, the more their mind shuts off. Skipping step. One of the hugest steps of life. Getting a free education paid for. Non-athletic or academic scholarship. Your parents went in 50, dollars 100, dollars dollars $200,000 in the hole. Whether it had been loans, whether it had been their retirement, or it just been they had the money. Doesn't mean you should do it. You got free land. You got to plug into mom and daddy's company. Grandparents left you an inheritance. What happens if you got all of those things? Do you even recognize it? Do you even appreciate it? Ah. Cold beer number three. I'm just curious. So when you have those advantages and you've had those resources and you've had that kind of support, do you feel like you're more entitled than people who don't have any of those things? Do you feel like that they're trashier than you? Do you feel like that you've worked harder because all of that shit was given to you? You know, there's a time in life I used to, I still say it now it'd been nice to been able to skip some steps I just wonder what I would have been able to do in life up to this point I'm still gonna fucking do it without those things They didn't happen then didn't happen now. I'm not just referring to me I'm talking about anyone that can relate to lifestyles like myself upbringings starting points Because your starting point makes a huge difference and what you do with it See people with a lot of advantages and a lot of resources and privileges They can afford to make mistakes. Where it'd be dumb, boneheaded fucking decisions. Where they'd be, you know what? Most people don't think they're going to get sidetracked with drugs for a few years. But I know a lot of people from privileged families I grew up with that went through their drug years. They may not have turned into fucking addicts. They may not have got strung out. But a lot of them I went to school with, and that I knew even later in life, they went through that phase. They're all doing better. I'm glad they got cleaned up. But here's the thing. I know some of their families and I know some of their families fucking bailed them out. It was embarrassing to them in the community. They didn't want their family named ruined. I know a fucking dude that his dad said he would pay for fucking everything. If he would fucking move out of town. He would set him up in a fucking house. Pay for his fucking college. We were already well into our early to mid thirties. And he got it together man. He's doing fucking great. His dad probably spent a couple of hundred fucking thousand dollars. Just so he would leave the community and start over, and he did came back like fifteen years later. This is just, I'm just throwing examples you know off the cuff off my head, just thinking about that. My family owns a business, you worked your way up, but you got to you got you got stock in the business, you got investments, you got handed that right away. I mean, let's say you work for your family business and the going rate for that job title that they got you in. This is about 40 grand a year. A lot of people that's that's no no money at all. To other people, that's good money. But let's say, since you're it's your parents or your grandparents, let's say they pay you a hundred thousand dollars a year. And they give you a free house. Free land. No mortgage. Whether you've been to school or you haven't been to school, whether you're a great worker or not. See, what people will see is, man, they're really doing good. They made some really good decisions. They must really have their shit together. But they really don't know that you're getting paid double or triple or what that fucking job even would go for with somebody else because they're not going to pay somebody else that. The, uh, mortgage is 30 fucking years unless you finance it for 15 years with compounded interest, with repairs, with fucking taxes. 30 fucking years. Fucking land. Student loans. That they're equivalent of a house. And maybe the people did finish school and just couldn't find a job. Those of you that have those advantages and resources. Do you realize and acknowledge that you have them? I'm thinking some of you don't. In this life. We are fucked up on another level. That just because someone has successful business, a beautiful home, they are in a six figure income. They got a degree from a certain college. One or all of those things going down the list that they're entitled to more than people who don't have those things. And there's also a fucking mindset out there that some of those people have worked harder. Yeah. They hard work pays off every time. That's not true. There's a lot of people that work hard their whole fucking life that are great fucking people. Morally, spiritually. In their soul. That fucking work hard and they're never going to get to that. Maybe they don't understand it. Maybe they don't have enough self-education. Maybe they don't know the right people. Maybe they don't care about it. Who knows? But to say that somebody is successful financially materialistically and they worked hard to get there and the people that don't have those things are not that's fucking the, that's one of the most fucking insults that you could ever tell a hard-working person that's total bullshit we like to say those things because we really don't want to acknowledge and let people know that they skipped those steps you buy your kid, let's say, thirty, forty thousand dollars 40000 car. It's a pretty average new car right now. Maybe even a year or two old. Put it on fucking social media, Facebook, Instagram. Everybody tells you congratulations. Congratulations for what? Are you telling the kid congratulations or the parents congratulations? And then you got these families. They'll go down that rabbit hole. Well, they make good grades. They're good at athletics. They're on the fucking honor roll. They're all, okay, that's, that's good. That's great considering there's a lot of people that's fucked up out there. You need to tell them that's what they should do if they just want to get a basic fucking job. We People have been told a lot of times in these families and in these circles that they're fucking great their whole life. They worship them. Everything they fucking do. So it's expected they're set up to win. It's expected that they're going to be successful. And that most families are going to make goddamn sure that happens. At any cost. Even if it's at the cost and expense of if they own a business at their other employees. Even if it's at the cost of themselves, that They just not want to let people to know that they failed. That they had all those advantages and all those resources and privileges and they fucked it up. I always tell people, good job, you didn't fuck it up. But how about when you're in all those deficits? What I realize now is how long it takes for other people and I didn't understand the traps of things that compounded when you're already behind in life when you're in a fucking negative deficit of life you, let's say you didn't I said I just did a video on this I still need to post say that person that came from these people that came from these good families say they, hey I chose not to do drugs I didn't go to prison I chose to go to school Okay, that's great. You made some good decisions. Take your same, that same person and take someone, I don't know, like us. We didn't do drugs. Like I was just talking about those other people. I know plenty of people that experimented. And let me tell you why a lot of people can experiment like that. Not just with drugs, with anything. They can fuck up, make some mistakes, have a business loss, do bad fucking investment. Let's go all over the board with this. Because they know that somebody's still going to come help them. Or they know they have a safety net. Not necessarily a safety net that they made. Somebody else is their safety net. They know they're not going to let them fail. They might give them a talking to. They might talk shit to them. They might threaten them. But they still know they're going to have a place to live. They still know that they're going to have a car to drive. They still know they're going to eat. But when you don't have those things, one thing I realize is you cannot fuck up. You're years behind. You're already years behind. So to those privileged people, they think we should stay where we're at. They do. They think that because they're already in that situation, they dare us to go after our fucking dreams, our passion, and pursue our purpose. Yeah, this is shit people don't talk about. This is shit that I talk about, and it's a Savage Mind podcast. Nobody's going to tell me how to talk. You're going to tell me what to say. You're not going to coach me. You're not going to censor me. You're not going to water me down. Or the fucking deal's off. Everybody can't be reached by a Tony Robbins. Everybody can't be reached by a TV evangelist. Y'all like self-help gurus and motivational speakers because they make you feel good. And they never tell you real shit. Shit that fucking hurts. Shit that hits the core. Accountability. Holding you accountable. Telling you shit in conversations you can't even have with yourself. The reason we like listening to them because we feel good, and then we usually ain't gonna do shit about it. That's why. Because the people I follow and listen to, and how I live my life, it ain't those people. I'm not saying there's no good takeaways. Because I can listen ev- from everybody, from a fucking preacher to a atheist. I look, I got enough self-control, self-discipline, enough self-education, and enough fucking know how to control my feelings and my urges to where I know how to separate. Whether, hey, I don't have to like the person, I don't have to agree with them, and that's what problem we have in society today is what can I take away from this? What can I gain from that? And that's not what a lot of traditional mindsets think. If you add anything to that, have a problem financially, get in a wrong relationship, have a kid with the wrong person, God forbid, get on drugs. Have an alcohol problem. Run into any trouble with the law. That somebody can't go hire you a lawyer. That somebody can't go bail you out. (laughs) Later on in that relationship, get a fucking divorce. Go through financial problems. Go through a job loss, whether it's your fault or not. You add one of those things or any of those things to that fucking equation and you're in deficit in life. You don't have to fucking do drugs. You don't have to be an alcoholic. You don't have to be fucking lazy. You are years behind and no one wants to talk no one talks about these things like this so I'm talking about it and this is part one the deficits of life your starting point your starting point excuse me the hand that we are dealt in life and before I go on part one this is what I want to say as fucked up as it is as much as it sucks see I didn't understand oh, let me say this again As much as it sucks, as fucked up as it is, and unfair as it is, life isn't fair. No, we're not gonna get to that point in life at the same time they are. We are not. If you're younger, you got an advantage if you're hearing these things right now. But for us, it's coming way later. Because although we weren't fucking up our life, we didn't understand the time that we didn't have to waste. We didn't have time for a wrong relationship. We didn't have time to have a kid with the wrong person. We didn't have time to hang out at the bar. We didn't have time to go fucking hang out and watch the game with our buddies. We didn't have time to make a bad investment. A a fucking job loss. An income slash. A fucking bankruptcy. A fucking divorce. A fucking problem with the kid. Major problems. A fucking absent parent. We didn't understand that we didn't have time to fuck with those things that was gonna put us years behind but i tell you this it's never too late as long as you feel like it if you feel like it's too late and that's what it'll be if you feel like you're too old and that's what it'll be there's ways to start flattening the curve on those things and i want to talk about that later But it's going to require relentless fucking work. And that's not going to be just with your job. It's most likely not going to be at your place of employment. It's going to be a lot of sacrifice, a lot of frustration, and a lot of fucking suffering. Because the thing is, it's not our circumstances that should define us. It's how we respond to them. But most of the time, and I even did this, and I thank God, and I thank myself, because I had sound mind and judgment at some point to make certain decisions that I didn't go past the point of no return but it's going to take a long time and there was a lot of a lot of us or a, a percentage of us that just like some of the advantages and the people with the privileges we decided we didn't do drugs I never made a decision to do that there's times I've had to, I've had to wrestle with alcohol and I've had to keep it under control I didn't understand it I didn't know that's what it was, but I did. We didn't understand that we didn't have time to waste. We didn't understand that we were in the disadvantaged, disadvantaged hole we were. We thought this is our life. If we're, gonna, if we're doing better than our parents or we're doing better than our parents, if we have a better paying job, we have a nicer house, and we, have, we can take care of our kids and we can provide them some advantages we didn't have, we fucking made it, we're successful. I used to think that, and I realized that's anything but true now that's not even close and to some people that's okay but if you're us you're all you're all, you're also told that's okay you're told that you don't need to pursue anything else that's as good as it gets be happy with that don't push forward that's because those powers that be that are in those positions they don't want people like us moving up they don't want people like us getting to the next level because let me tell you why before i go we're the fucking top of people that change shit we're the ones with the real power We're the ones with the real grit. We're the ones with the real resilience. And when we get to that next level, it makes their story look very soft. It makes their story less compelling. It's not that interesting. So the best thing they can do is get in our head, work against us, throw obstacles our way, try to take us on all these detours, and it works for most people. I didn't realize I was getting taken down them roads when I was younger, but I realize it now cannot let these people get in a position of authority or power because they actually fucking are going to make a difference in the world people are going to listen to them and we're going to be better to our employees we're going to fucking lift people up we're going to give them power back they do not want people like us in a, uh, in a position of authority or a position where we can get thousands of people to listen to us and if you put a little bit of money with it that's not our goal but it's fucking game over for them people all they had to do was plug right in. I've never found that story very compelling. I'm not saying that there's nothing wrong with it. I'm saying it's not interesting to me. The privileged story is never gonna be interesting to me. Because if, you have, if you're in a family or you're those people with that kind of resources and advantages, that doesn't still mean you should give it to them or do that for them. It's expected for them to win. It's expected them for, to be successful. It's expected for us not to be. Well, what's your version and definition of success? By your own definition. Is it, is it those things? Is it money and material things? Is it position, authority, and power? Because that that's very clear that that's what we look up to in society. But when we're talking individually, we say that it don't. And then we contradict ourselves by what we support and what we encourage on social media. With celebrities, with professional athletes, with people we know with money just because someone has money doesn't mean they did anything right. We all know these stories. But most of the time if they're giving their success story, they're going to leave that out because it doesn't sound powerful. Because it's fucking not. That's why. So for today, I'm going to stop because I I I know I don't always follow up the next podcast with this, but I got to, I've been on this. I've been writing tons of notes. I've been on this and I've already been around a lot of this I'm around this a lot, and I've had some conversations just the last couple weeks that are fresh on my mind because of things that have taken place where there have been people I know or people, telling, people confiding in me and talking to me about other situations like this. And I think this is fucking like it this is what is holding— So many people that back that can give back to the world that can make a difference and can leave a legacy in this life because you're told to settle. You're told you're not good enough. You're told it's not supposed to be you. And that's a fucking lie. And we fucking bought it hook line hook most of you, and I did it one time, bought it hook, line, and sinker. And we need to start unraveling that and unpacking that. So for now, every podcast, if y'all listen, I'm grateful. I'm humble. Thank you. But I need you to go subscribe. It's not hard. It's not expensive. If you have a problem with it, Apple Play, Google Play, Spotify, them are the main platforms. On the smaller platforms, Spreaker, Overcast, Anchor. Anchor's the one that put me on. You're talking 10 to 20, 10, $20 a month or less, which comes out to 2 to $4 a week. If you can't do that, then you're not serious about support. Don't ask people to support you. You're not going to stop us at all. As you can see, people like me, we're unstoppable. You're not going to stop us. It don't matter what we have to go through because we're used to it. But if you're serious about support and you talk that shit about support, then fucking take action on it. Don't fucking say it. Go do it. Hey, in the meantime, I got some more work to do. Spend a little bit of time in this heat. Don't want to, but I got to do it. It's fucking hammer time all the time. I don't stop when I'm fucking tired. I stop when I'm fucking done. Man, y'all stay humble. Live savage. Love y'all.